welcome to How to Save the World, a podcast on how you can live more sustainably. I'm Waveney Wharf. And I'm Tim Bat. Nice to see you, Tim. Great to see you, Waveney. And lovely to have all our listeners with us today, too. Today is surprise, it's the grand conclusion of our podcast. Yes, it is. The very last episode that there will be of last this thing. thing. Like all good things, this too must come to an end. <laughs> it's, um, we're, today we're going to be looking at um, the single most effective thing that you can do to make a difference. And I feel like I've actually finally made up my mind. Awesome. Because <laughs> that was, you know, that was how we started, eh? Yes. To, for those of you who've been with us, um, when we started the show, we I actually was really focused on trying to find the single most effective thing because I felt that a lot of communication and the environmental space has actually just left people feeling quite confused. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, when I realised that actually I feel like I've sort of settled on something, I thought, well, maybe – it's time for the show to end. We've yeah. Only took two years and 71 episodes, but we've found the answer to the question. Yeah. <laughs> and two years to the day, almost. Yeah. 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 And um, how about you, Tim? Like, um, I know that when we met, you were keen, to my surprise, to be involved in a podcast show with me. Yeah. And it was about sort of your own journey and what you wanted to... It was... Um, well, first of all, you shouldn't be surprised, Waverly. <laughs> Great person to hang out with. <laughs> knowledgeable, kind, happy, good force in the world. Um, No, I wanted to get into this project because I just sort of, I think like a lot of people, particularly around my age, um, bombarded over the course of many years with all of the dire news and warnings and scientific information about what's happening, both with like climate change stuff, but also just the environment that we live in. so things like species collapse and that kind of thing. And it all kind of washes around in your head and it's so cataclysmic that it's it's quite hard to focus in and do anything. So you sort of just continue on with your life. But I knew that I wanted to just take a step and slow down and actually focus on it and learn some more stuff. And I've learned such a huge amount doing this podcast. It's been awesome and genuinely has changed the way that I think and the way that I live and like, Every action I take, really. I, the biggest one, um, which is such a weird one, but when I'm out and about now and I see people with a disposable like takeaway coffee cup, I like <laughs> physically yeah. recoil a little bit. <laughs> Give like, them laser eyes. Yeah, and two years ago, like I, that was that was absolutely me. And mm. it's such a small thing, but I think it's just representative of um, a real sea change that's managed to happen through taking a beat and looking at all this stuff. My diet has changed hugely. Went totally vegan, as you know, for six months. Yeah. Um, with the intention of just sort of like changing my my habits long term, and that's absolutely happened. I would never have considered doing that before, but um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. It's, it's been so, great. Yeah. So it's taken you somewhere that you wanted to go. Yes, big time. Nice. Mission and, successful. I also think that it is uh, because we're not sort of current affairs based much or techie, you know, it is the sort of thing that I feel like we've created a resource there yes. for, for people, for yeah. particularly New Zealanders wanting that relevant information for uh, sustainability here in Aotearoa. Um, so if we're going to be talking about what is the single most effective thing you can do to make a difference, um, I think we need to just remember what scope we're talking about. And you touched on it actually just then. The scope is everything. It's not just climate change. Um, So we've got, I don't know, like what's more important, you know, climate change or mass extinction? 
or the fact that it's normal to buy bread in a bag that will last for thousands of years. Yeah, and they are all kind of linked up. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, and and that's actually what my quest has been about is um, trying to work out this this idea of one single effective thing that you can do. That actually, because it's a very complex, messy problem, what that means in the positive sense is that um, if you can find the right key, because everything's so connected, uh, you can actually unlock things, yes. and so you could just focus on on something that. Um, doesn't seem to have anything to do with um, extinctions. Maybe you just focused on carbon, but oh, what have you found out that by reducing your carbon, then um, it's had these great impacts across the board, yeah. whether it's ocean acidification or soil degradation or, or whatever. So I think that's, for me, what I've been looking for, something that can um, tick all of those boxes. I just wanted to also have a bit of a nod to our co-papa. We talked about the scope. Mm. But with, as a show, we have always been focused on a person's power to make a difference. Yes. Um, and so that that's 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 what we're talking about. Um, we're not talking about, say, Project Drawdown, which is looking globally at what we can do. Um, you know, huge shout-out to Chloe um, and all of the others in Parliament doing amazing stuff there, but that's not me, you know. Um, so if you're average punter who's not like a Bill Gates, turned out to be a controversial figure, but, um, you know, for him it's all about fixing everything with technology and thank goodness we've got people that are driven in that space. But, um, yeah, in terms of when we're talking about the single most effective thing you can do to make a difference, um, we're talking about well, I guess particularly place-based here in Aotearoa um, and what you can do as a punter. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, so I think, uh, you know, very recently we did the Should You Have Less Kids? So I'm not going to go on, but that is obviously the biggest single most effective thing that you can do. But hey, what do you do with the rest of your life? Um, the other 99.9999% of it. So my big guiding lights I think have come through pretty strongly in the show are, um, I don't think it really matters really much where you start, but it's about buying local, buying organic and being zero waste. Mm. And I pick those three um, because they are quite different points of sort of a triangle um, and they cover off between them. They cover off um, a lot to do with reducing carbon and reducing extinction and reducing pollution, closing the gap. Um, but, yeah, I think the point for me is trying to – and I will narrow it down. I have actually have narrowed it down to a, a one thing, but I just I guess I want to just start with that context, um, is that I'm kind of trying to weave these things together. Um, it's – yeah, I guess – it's pretty clear, I suppose, for our listeners who've been with us all this way, that when, when we're talking about something you can do to be effective, we're talking about um, worldview, mm. how you how you see things and, and everything coming from that place, um, and then changing the way you live your life, not sort of just buying a thing in the supermarket because it's got a picture of a green leaf on it and it says it's natural and you're busy or whatever. I mean, you know, big ups to everybody out there. I'm not judging and I, you know, we're all in the same boat. But I'm just saying in terms of um, that journey that we want to be on and what it looks like is is very encompassing. 
it's touching everything. And so if you if you're focusing on one thing, like for example, if your one thing is being vegetarian or, or vegan or, or whatever, um, that's still a narrow, very powerful but narrow channel. It leaves a lot untouched. So I'm looking for something that can touch everything as much as possible. But Tom, I know you've done a lot of thinking about this as well. Are you wanting to throw anything in? Am I allowed to have a runner-up? What is? What do you mean? Like, do I get to have? Or do I get to call the winner? And you just <laughs> we're not going to thrash it out. No, I've actually something that because I had one going into this episode that I um, wanted to talk about, but something you've just said has, has triggered something that's been Ooh. a real kind of revelation through the course of the podcast mm. as well for me. Uh, and so, so my runner-up. <laughs> oh, I see your runner-up. Yes. I get it. Yeah, is just. Plain buying less stuff. Yes. Like just yeah. buying less stuff, full stop. And probably the episode, weirdly, that um, really triggered this for me in a way where, and I can't remember exactly how you phrased it, but you said something and it bounced around in my head and I was like, huh. And then over time, it really started to click. Was talking about how. So many household cleaning products when we went through and had a look at all the stuff in my um, bathroom and laundry and that household cleaners could be replaced by vinegar mainly, yeah. right? Yeah, and vinegar baking and baking soda, soda yeah. are the two yeah. biggies. No, I thought that was going to be a really short episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Vinegar and baking soda. But the interesting thing about it was you said the reason why a lot of people don't know about this is because <laughs> there's not a huge amount of money to be made in advertising the fact that you can replace all of the stuff with vinegar and baking soda. And I was like, of course. There's th- so much of the information that we get day to day at the moment is some form of advertising. It's some form of someone's trying to make money, so they're throwing this information yeah, at you. Yeah, exactly. A lot of advice and information. Is, Billboards, um, yeah, yeah. radio ads, TV, things you see, ads on the internet everywhere, um, even press releases that will be filtered through into newspapers and, and reported as news but are actually coming from people who are trying to make money. And so for these areas where there's not a financial incentive for you to know something, yeah. the information can get a bit hidden. Yes. But it doesn't make it less true no. or, less, or, or less valuable. Oh, in fact, man. in a lot of ways to your life, it's actually way more valuable because money in our lives is, you know, yeah. like a limited thing ultimately. Mm. So mm. it was just um, a real uh, turning point in, in changing my thinking about other things to do with sustainability that, yeah, just remembering all the time to be careful about when there's not a financial incentive to like dig a little bit more to find that information because it won't be as readily available. Mm, mm. And actually I think like you're touching on something there. Um, what is it? It's like, oh, the, oh, I, I can't remember what episode we talked about it in, but I do remember the earth overshoot quote because actually that was something that really um, connected with me. And they were saying about that we've got the, we've got what we need to get across the line, you know, all that stuff. It's, it's, um, we've got it and it's readily available. And they reckon that the critical ingredient for breakthrough is the capacity to envision what human society could be um, living sustainably and thriving and looking and what it feels like. And it's like, if we can't envision, which to be honest, I think they're right. I, it's easier to talk about, oh, I'm going to buy less or I'm going to do this or that. But what does it look like? And yeah. and I think if that's if that's something we can envision together 
and we are getting there, which is awesome. Like where I'm at personally now compared to even two years ago, I've got much, I can see it a lot more now. I can understand, I can feel it, you know, I can sort of, I can see scenes of it and um, that, being being able to understand where we need to get to. Yeah. Is, um, Having that clear picture of what we're aiming for yeah, is so yeah, important yeah, to motivate yeah. people to yeah, get there. And totally. I think you're right, it is getting clearer all the time, but it is, yeah, it's, it, I, I totally agree. In the two years um, of doing this podcast as well, for me, it's like really started to solidify my head and just been hanging out with slightly different people. Urban planners are the people in my life who have like given me the clearest picture of what it could yes, look like. Yes, that's cool. Um, in a really simple way, a lot more focus on bikes rather than roads, that yeah. sort of a thing, yeah. which sort of feeds into the picture. Yeah, so my thing, my one thing mm. um I mean, gosh, to be honest, it could be zero waste because I'm still a big fan of how holistic that is. Yeah. Um, the classic is that when you can't buy things wrapped in plastic, it forces you to be local yes. and that kind of stuff. Um, and I love uh, the idea of avoiding a lot of the, the toxins and um, microplastics, obviously, associated with plastic. Um, but my, my, my one thing, because of where I'm at personally in terms of where I want to grow and focus, and also I think it could be a bit broader – is shorten the distance. Ah, That's my thing. Shorten the distance. Shorten the distance. So, like, that would be replacing the buy local slogan or um, think global, act local. Um, so shorten the distance um, because you can kind of finish that sentence with whatever you need to, like shorten the distance between you and the food you eat, shorten the distance between you and your work, Shorten the distance between you and your loved ones, uh, because that's a thing. We jump on a plane to go to Christchurch because we have loved ones in Christchurch, mm. and it's like, well, you know, we, you you once your life sort of gets going, and you've married someone from overseas or whatever, or <laughs> it's you know that horse is bolted. But we need a new generation of people coming through, or people just whenever you've got those opportunities to make. Um, decisions to be thinking about this stuff mm. going forward. Um, shorten the distance between you and your waste because we only throw things away, whether it's rubbish or what goes down our drains. And the only reason we're not thinking about it is because we're not processing it yes, locally. We don't um, see it. We don't see it and it doesn't affect us. Like There is no way we would buy bread in a bag that lasts for thousands of years if we actually had to be the custodian for it or if, or if the process was to give it to your neighbour and, and they looked after it for you or whatever. Yeah. Um, so shortening that distance just basically to take these unknowns out of this crazy um, complex trade and exchange system we have that's global, um, shorten the distance between you and the people who make your stuff. For the same reasons, you know, you wouldn't um, treat your neighbour badly. Um, if you go down to the farmer's market and your poor old farmer's standing there and they're half naked and starving to death, you know, you wouldn't be arguing with them about the price of something. Yeah. You, you know, it's like you you would be connected. Yeah. And it's about, I don't know, and it's 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 just about, I guess it's about connection because that's when we get that opportunity to um, – live by our values we don't um know what we can't see 
and so we don't have that opportunity to live by our values and I mean, on and on, shorten the distance between you and nature and just connect more with nature. Um, and then there's a gap there as well. I guess I just insinuated where um, you have a gap, unfortunately, but you as in me, I'm talking about myself. Um, One. Yeah. One has a gap. That's, thank you, Tim. Um, where there's a gap between what our heart wants to do and what we do do. And that's just to do with how busy we are and just life and just being human and all of that stuff. So I guess that's my thing. I think I'm going to have that as my central compass, whatever it is, um, to be trying to shorten that distance. So not just sort of going, oh, it's local, that's okay or whatever, but just continually shortening the that's distance. That's what I really like about it as well is that it's in, anyone can jump on and start improving that process no matter where you are yeah. um, along the journey. You could be you living on a um, sustainable farm and being very focused on zero waste for years and years and mm. still be, you know, tightening the bolts on certain aspects and figuring out where you can still have some wins. You could be me who's like, there's a lot of low hanging fruit where I could shorten the distance on on specific things or total newcomers to the space who haven't thought about this before where they can go, okay, what does this mean? Where mm. can I start to apply this? So that's awesome. Continual process. Mm, I think the continual process, like whatever it is that you pick, and I'm very interested to hear what you've got to say now, Tim, um, is the idea of uh, something that is uh, anyone can start anywhere, anytime, just a tiny little thing at any point in a day, no ba- no barriers, um, and it's ongoing. Yeah, nice. My um, My winner, if it was a... Oh, I wish I had a runner-up now. You can pick a runner-up, but it kind of takes the steam oh, out of it when you say the first place first, oh, doesn't it? Oh, I know. I didn't play it right. But my runner-up would be zero waste. Oh, nice. Yeah, well, that, okay. That sort of – that did get a mention in there. So yeah. that's on the podium. I just didn't, you know, frame it <laughs> yeah, so yeah. artistically. Well, um, I think I'm going to be a little bit less eloquent with, with my description of um, what, for me, has been, I think, the biggest thing that I'll continue on with. But I just haven't been able to escape the fact that the most powerful thing in terms of getting a result seems to be community or to use the verb connect. Mm. Um, And by connect, I mean with other human beings, connect with each other. And the episode that we've done that really drove this home for me is um, when we got to take a little road trip for a weekend and we went to Raglan, Whangaroa. And we got to meet all of these fantastic people who were – internalizing the challenge of trying to improve that area in their own specific way. So people who were looking after the mountain and the river and um, cleaning up, you know, turning what was a a dump, a tip, a a landfill um, into this incredible community resource where not only were they repurposing so much of what was quote-unquote waste as a resource for people who needed certain things. But the offshoot of that was you had this incredible employment opportunity for people who didn't otherwise have jobs there. Um, And this kind of community connection point where I think from memory they said something like 80% of the the, resident population of the town, you know, visit over the course of a month. They, They will come into that collection point to either drop stuff up off or pick stuff up which is just like so cool to have that central connection hub and yeah I guess um, 
volunteering on Chloe Swarbrick's campaign for Auckland Central as well, and reading and uh, a, a few like essays and just watching um, some interviews with political theorists and people who get into like theory of change and how you actually affect change in the world. The thing that just seems to come up again and again is is connecting with other people. Like you need individuals to obviously be inspired and passionate and grab an interest in a particular area, but you can't get very far unless you start connecting up with other people um, who are like-minded. And so there's so many different ways to do it, and it's just so beneficial. So what I love about it is its universalism, which I guess is also what your great takeaway was as well, shorten the distance. It's like anyone can jump on board with that, and I think anyone can can do that connection activity in their own way as well. So whatever your interest is, if you're interested in learning how to garden at home organically, there will be gardening groups that you can connect with in your community. Um, If you want to figure out how to uh, turn your local landfill into a a community resource collection point where they can actually process stuff going in there, you can figure out who who are like-minded people in a local government setting or wherever and start connecting Zero with them. Zero waste network. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like these these people are out there. And what will happen when you do that is um, you will actually make new friends along the way and meet these incredible people and your life will be richer for you having pursued something that you feel really passionate about. Um, and that's, yeah, it's, it's like you say, these single solutions do feed into multiple aspects of your life and generally make it a lot more positive to, to be around. So, yeah, that's my winner. I love it, Tim. I love it. And I love love that synergy as well between, you know, unplanned, what I've shared and what you've shared, because it's like, it's about healing that divide as well. You know, I guess that's what I'm saying, partly with short and the distance and what you're saying with um, giving ourselves this chance to connect or reconnect. Um, You know, I think our, our hearts are already there and we need to give ourselves a break a bit as well when mm. we when we sort of go oh, why why do I do this thing I, I don't want to do whatever and, to be and, honest there's a there's there's a lot of forces working against us totally <laughs> I and think it's, it's a thing to acknowledge I, absolutely and it's like almost when we're in this space of idealizing about oh we're going to do this or that and you know we're so spirited don't you think humans we're just yes. like we can see visions and goals and we really i think that's why marketing works so well on us is is every little thing that 30 second clip is like yes 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 um but then we what we don't do well is i mean it's almost like we're sort of imagine ourselves somehow as quite ephemeral just sort of floating without context or something when we're thinking about this stuff but but we're just organisms like and we our bodies will always be um the thing that drives us and yet we're like oh no (laughs) but you know if you're if you're not and then and part of that is your emotional well-being it's that fari tapa far actually that koya was talking about Mm. it's like if if we don't have these things if they're not right you know and emotional well-being for example if if you've if you're struggling on any level whether it's like your self-esteem or or going through something with your partner or with work you're not 
focusing on this stuff. And there's 7 billion of us and there's not too many that don't have big old problems. And we won't make it unless we address our humanness. And Mm. I guess that's that social side of things. And actually that's why I really like the UN Sustainability Development Goals, Sustainable Development Goals, because they acknowledge we have as humans we will we want to develop and we we won't sort of put anything second to that. Um if there's a way towards well being then that's what we will pursue. But then of course they tie in if you're gonna do that guys then you know let's try and do that in a sustainable way and they've put those two together um which i think is i think that's kind of what you're doing as well when you name connection yeah yeah Yeah. and there's like a hierarchy of needs thing that i think you're sort of mentioning there as well where we can't address these huge overwhelming problems until we fix the smaller down ones and i think there is a bit of a social disconnection issue at the moment mainly caused by technology i would argue sort of recent technology and um, and the good thing about connection is you can kind of like you can really boil it down to ju- just if if there's one person who you know of who's kind of interested in this stuff maybe or or could be just start talking to them about it you know like even that lights the little fire of of um, inspiration and and going somewhere and knowledge sharing and mm. it, there's sort of an accountability thing about saying stuff out loud and talking about it that solidifies it in your head but you're also really backing it up in this person that you're talking to as well. Yeah, and there's a real complexity of interconnectedness where where, where we don't understand what outcomes our actions will have. And that's, you know, whether it's um, in terms of the environmental outcome, but also in terms of the influence that your actions have. Yeah. Um, And we have, I guess we've really seen in the last three or so years, if we can recall if we can go back in time and remember the sorts of things we used to talk about and care about it's it's incredible how fast we are changing mm. our understandings and our worldviews around the sort of world we live in and what we need to do and that is an exciting yeah, aspect of it it's heartening yeah it is it's like this tipping the tipping points and these levers for change and it could just be that these things that you're doing in your life uh, in fact, of course they are. It's not an if um, because humans are so – the radar's out. That's the thing we're really good at is just constantly analysing what other people are doing and yes. am I fitting in and yeah. da, da, And, you know, it's like if you're making these decisions and your friends and family, of course they're watching, even if it's on a subcon- subconscious level, you know. Totally. Uh, going yeah. back to the coffee cup um, situation I was talking about at the start of the episode, you know, it's just this this – I think through the conversations that we've had and the, exploring the episodes and the, all of the change that's happened like around me at cafes in New Zealand, you yeah, know, yeah. and people really leading the charge on those campaigns. Like that, now, I've really internalised that now <laughs> is this weird specific symbol of, oh my God, this has got to be the ground floor. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. this has got to be where well, we kick off. Plastic bags weren't illegal when we started this podcast. Yes, exactly. And now it's like, oh, a plastic bag. Bag. And it, it's so it became normalised instantly. Yeah, instantly. As as which that was cool. Yeah, exactly. That was really cool. And and then I guess the other thing, um, just to close off loose ends, is a comment on our New Year's resolutions because I mine was about not op shopping, which I've done very well. I haven't been op shopping, but the the 
the other half of that was to just try and actually proactively sort my wardrobe out and find a tailor, which I've done. Um, but yeah, it's a slow road. So I think that's it's a good example of pushing through some barriers and trying to work something out differently. It's just a slow burner. But um, it's all part of being more local as well and closing yeah. the gap, Yeah, close, shortening the distance. Yeah. And I can uh, report that I still have not bought any new clothes except for that one T-shirt on New Year's Day that was for a local <laughs> that's band. <right. laughs> that's that's good. That's good. So I hope. Yeah, I I reckon I'll get to I'll get to December thirty first on that. Yeah, good on you. Why not? It's a biggie. Um. Yeah. Well, that's that's pretty much it from me. So we'd like to thank a few people as we close off the series as well. Um. Thank you to our funders. Yes. Absolutely. Um. Huckleberry All Heart Atik. Ecotricity, Kokako, and the Live Lightly team at Auckland Council. Big kia ora to you guys. Um, thank you, of course, to our guests. Yes. Mate, we've been privileged. Absolutely. Yeah. Been, we've had some big guests. An embarrassment of riches yeah, with, yeah, um, yeah. with the generosity of our guests. Amazing. Come on. So thank you so much yeah. to everyone who's and all just, contributed. Just, you know, giving out of the goodness of their hearts. Um, and then our team as well. We, you know, Tim and I have had an amazing volunteer team helping from with like funding pitches, promoting, uh, researching. Special shout out to Brody. Yeah, Brody, yeah. who I've been dealing with the most, who's just, yeah, awesome. Our awesome social media helped help. with yeah. um, social media and design and stuff. Just like amazing. That. So lucky to have him. And Marielle, who's been. Um, helping us with funding and doing our learning resource worksheets as well every week for the website. Um, So big shout out to you too. Um, Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Waveney. It's been amazing, eh? Yeah, it's been really awesome. And um, thank you so much to the listeners. Yeah. Especially people who've got in touch. Yeah, I think, well, obviously we wouldn't be doing it without our listeners um, and the I guess the quality of the conversations and the connections we've had um, with people and the ideas they've given us for the show and the feedback and the comments. Um, it's just been amazing to feel so uh, supported. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then just affirmed and uh, then the learning as well, actually. The people have really reached out to us. And connected us with some fantastic, people. yeah, fantastic stuff. Yeah, and um, I think perhaps the last shout out to go to our partners. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> our long suffering partners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no huge. I mean, you know, these things they take time, and we've both had the, that support. Eh? Yeah, um, big time. Yeah, so, thanks Zoe. Mm, thanks Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so know that Waveney and I are still going to be friends after this, and um, we've got a dinner on the books, so don't worry. Yeah, so it has been great, and thank you. Yeah, it's been a privilege um, totally. putting this together Likewise, with you, Waveney. Tim. So thank you Likewise. so much. Yeah. I've I've learned so much from you, and it has, yeah, it's uh, definitely changed the trajectory of several different things in my mm. life in a very positive direction. Mm. So thank you so much. Mm. Mm. Oh. Well. Great, that's a wrap. Onward and upward. Bye, everybody. Bye.